Welcome to the Wicked Veracity Podcast with Robin Langford, episode 26, Balancing on Breaking Branches. I was working with a client recently, and it was pretty obvious that the underlying issue she was having with her boss was essentially a communication error. When I suggested this, she basically said I was wrong because she'd repeated back what she'd said specifically to make sure that she understood. And that's the problem. Repeating words back isn't communication. It's just parroting. It's not checking for comprehension. It's just demonstrating your ability to repeat something. Let me give an example. Let's say I'm your employer and I say, order pink flowers from my office. All right, I want you to picture what you'd order. It's okay, I'll wait. Okay, have you got the mental image? Yes? All right. Now, my expectation was for pink snapdragons and a tall black face by the end of the day, or at the very latest tomorrow. And obviously you know that because I love dragons and I have a whimsical streak and like that you can make the flowers talk to each other. That's a true story, by the way. And I like great big statement pieces. You should have known that I'd want a black face because I decorate mostly with blacks and grays. And you should have known that I'm impatient as all get out. And I wanted it done within 24 hours. All of this is completely obvious, right? But all you said was, okay, I'll go order the pink flowers. So you ordered pink roses cut down to fill a small cream colored vase and to be delivered the following Monday. The preserved ones that last for ages. This was completely wrong because I wanted it now. I don't really like roses and for sure not pastel pink ones and absolutely not in a cream colored anything. And I hate flowers that have to be dusted. I mean, who does that? All of that miscommunication from a single sentence. So how do you learn to read someone else's mind or at the very least communicate more clearly? It's incredibly easy and also ridiculously difficult. You have to recognize that not everyone thinks of things the same way you do. What? How can that be right? Totally true. Here's another example. I am from the deep South and was raised in large part by a woman who was raised here in the early 1900s. Yes. She was born in 1904. She traveled by covered wagon. Like, I'm talking deep south, old school kind of southern. And trust when I tell you that if you asked her for tea, what you would get would probably not be what you'd expect, even if you're from the south and are expecting sweet tea. Because it was more like a thin syrup, and it went great with cornbread and fried fish and tomatoes and rice and... All right, I'm getting distracted. Seriously, though, the first time I went to a northern state and asked for sweet tea... They brought me iced, unsweet tea and sugar packets. I mean, I can't even with that nonsense. And I'm sure they thought I was a little bent for even asking for it to begin with. And now we're back to people thinking differently. Check all of your assumptions at the door if you're communicating with someone and the outcome is important to you. I'm not saying you have to get into a philosophical conversation with your waitress about what it means to have a good day. But if your significant other or boss or parent or whatever asks you to help them with something, it might be a good idea to find out exactly what they mean before you jump in with your assumptions. Back to the flowers. If you were my assistant and you brought me those flowers, I'd be all kinds of annoyed because I had assumed you'd get what I wanted and you'd be upset because you spent an hour or more trying to find something tasteful that you thought I'd like and you were expecting me to praise you. Both of those assumptions were wrong and now no one has what they want. They could have been avoided by me choosing to explain with fewer assumptions or you asking questions to define specifics before you place the order. 
And if you need me to hit this point a little bit harder, go look at the pinks in a big box of crayons and tell me there isn't room for misinterpretation within that one single word, pink. Incidentally, this is why I ask people a million questions and also why I tend to explain things in what some initially assume is excessive detail and also why people rarely have difficulty following my directions. Music time. The song this time is about this whole entire concept rather than the specific lyrics. It's Exile by Taylor Swift. If you've never listened to the song, it's about how two people in a relationship with one another can have radically different interpretations of the relationship. There's one line in the chorus that really illustrates this. He says, you never gave a warning sign. And then she says, I gave so many signs. Now, if that isn't the most classic case of miscommunication, I don't know what is. So tell me, when was the last time you experienced a miscommunication that would have easily been avoided if you had asked more questions or explained something more thoroughly? Looking back, how would you have communicated differently if you hadn't assumed the other person you were talking with had the exact same definition of all the words used in the conversation? Spend time with these questions and see what comes up. If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I'm wicked.veracity and share your answers with me. Until next time, my wish for you is the willingness to ask the questions that will lead to more precise communication.